Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continue yep. in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh, Great blue yep. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Right. 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Satan To sight to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose What? You didn't know? Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Well, say it again all right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Everybody, let's give a, a round of applause to the Most High in Christ for their will, for their mercy, for their long suffering, for, for serving a God who will not break his word. <laughs> to the 12 tribes worldwide, shalom. And good morning to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gab, Reuben, Asher, and Naphtali, and Issachar, and Shalom, and greetings. Welcome to another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. ISBHPK is a network of schools located throughout the Americas. Um, ISBHPK is standing for the Israelite Schools of Biblical History and practical knowledge. Uh, we have school locations here in San Antonio, Texas, um, located at 4444 Walsham, uh, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, any the address there. Um, the priest uh, in charge of the school here in San Antonio is the brother of Warner Iyer. And you know, he can be reached at area code 210-862-2643. Um, the, school, the school here in San Antonio has classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then again on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Um, for the Sabbath ceremony. If you happen to be in the San Antonio area, um, uh, please come by and visit the school um, <coughs> during, uh, during school classes and keep with the commandments of the Most High from Zephaniah chapter 2 and verse 1. To gather ourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation not desired. Um, you can also reach them at ISBHBK. Um, San Antonio, right? If you go on YouTube and look up ISBHPK San Antonio, you'll be able to catch their live uh, classes, again, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then again, uh, Sabbath mornings, starting at 10 a.m. And, of course, uh, if you don't know, now you know. I need to download that clip. Uh, If you don't know, now you know, brother. That um, on Friday nights, the brother Kawakaba Moth does a live stream from uh, from his location in in, uh, in Guatemala. He does a live stream um, through ISBHBK San Antonio every Friday night as well, and you can catch his teachings and and and, and revelations and understanding Fridays. Again, that's starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. All right, um, and also just going to get this out the way. Also, uh, the Second Passover, which is going to be held uh, Sunday, May 14th, 2023. But this is, unfortunately, if you haven't got your RSVP in already, um, they've, had, they've had to shut the RSVP down. they got too many people, brothers and sisters, for the, for the venue, which is located at 44. Let me see. Let me sure I got the, the venue. Uh, for the Second Passover, located at 4441, Walsham Road, San Antonio, Texas, 7218, being... At the Upstage Comedy Lounge, brothers and sisters, the RSV is already full. All right, they got too many people. Um, um, 
that 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 they were overflown, over, over not overflown, but overwhelmed. Too many people got their RSVPs in, and the 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 uh, lounge is already filled to capacity with RSVP uh, people who already responded and got in their RSVPs. So, unfortunately, um, I guess it's a, it's a fortunate thing we had so many people that they had to uh, shut it down, shut the RSVP down. But the second Passover, which is being held and sponsored by ISB, San Antonio, known as the Sport of Truth, uh, being Sunday, May 14th, 2023, um, uh, it, it, it's jam-packed to capacity already, brother. Um, unfortunately, uh, until I get any more information about that, um, that that's, that is the uh, that's what's going on with 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 the second Passover being sponsored by ISB San Antonio, also known as the Sword of Truth. All right, um, here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, If you'd like to help support the, the ISB HBK San Antonio, otherwise known as the Sport of Truth, uh, please visit the, the kiosk uh, called Eastern Fragrances, uh, which is located at, at the on the first floor of the Roman Oaks Mall, across from Victoria's Secret, in the hallway, in, right in front of Victoria's Secret, uh, between the elevator and between the American Cookie Company, um, as you're going towards uh, H&M uh, Clothing Store, uh, about right in the middle, about the third kiosk in, uh, is Eastern Fragrances, where you can get the latest in perfume oils, the cologne oils, uh, and, and beautiful decanters, Egyptian uh, glass decanters um, that are really, they really are beautiful. And proceeds from there go help help to fund uh, the school located, again, at 4444 Walsham, uh, on Walsham Road, and to help employ um, uh, brothers and sisters, brothers who have dedicated themselves uh, to the work and uh, uh, and to the school there here in San Antonio. Uh, so please visit uh, Eastern Fragrances, again, at their kiosk, which is between the American Cookie Company and the elevator uh, in, on the first floor of Willingos Mall across from Victoria's Secret. Um, and also you can uh, get information from either a one iron or from uh, the brothers there at Eastern Fragrances for information concerning on-the-mark move. If you have any moving needs, you got to move a house, an apartment, you got to move a closet. You gotta move some from the upstairs to the downstairs. You gotta move some from an attic uh, to the garage. Some from the garage to a storage. If you gotta move um, from an apartment to a bigger house, uh, from a house to another house, to uh, uh, from uh, within the city, uh, within the state, or within the country, please contact On the Mark Move. Um, and again, you can reach out to brother Warner. Uh, I'm gonna get Samson's number. Let me do that real quick. Move. You can reach out to brother Samson. I'm getting a, I got a text here. Let me see this real quick. All right, that is spam. But the brother Samson. For on the mark move. Let me get this in. Let me insert this. Samson one. Believe it or not, but I was trying to be a little more organized this morning. You can you can contact him at five oh five 
and again on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. And for any of our locations from Houston, Norfolk, and, and Rochester, we, we ask you to please go to isbhpk.com on the website. Go to the website, isbhpk.com, uh, where you find links to Sweet Ambiance, uh, uh, Custom Creations, and Israelware. Um, uh, uh, to show support, to help, help out keep the, the, the three schools running in Houston, San Antonio, Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. Um, your, your help and support is, is deeply needed and appreciated. Uh, if you'd like to make a direct contribution to what they have going on, go to isbhpk.com, and you can find the, the Cash App, the um, uh, Google Pay, the Zelle, or the, the direct link to, to, to the, um, uh, the business account located on Wells Fargo. Uh, if you'd like to help show support to our schools from Houston, Norfolk, as well as Rochester. Uh, and also to get uh, links, again, to Sweet Ambiance, where you need the latest in, in uh, 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 essential oils, perfume oils, uh, cologne oils, as well as handmade, handmade, custom-made uh, soaps, lotions, and beard oils. They, they take care of your needs. Um, so reach out, again, isbhbk.com to, um, uh, to uh, Sweet Ambiance. Um, maybe let you get your garment game up. Uh, please reach out to, uh, you, you, there's a link there for Israel Wear, uh, where if you want to uh, uh, get uh, your latest Hebrew clothing or get your Hebrew clothing updated for men, women, or children, uh, definitely reach out to the link there uh, on the website to Israel Wear. And then Total Creations, if you need any jewelry, uh, literally for, for, for yourself, your wife, your child, um, or even for your house, um, Total uh, Creations on Etsy. Do yourself a favor, check it out. <clears throat> I, I can't speak well enough for it. You need to go to the website, check it out. It is it is fabulous. It is it is remarkable. It's outstanding. Um, get your get your get your drip game up. Get your your Hebrew drip game up. Check out Israel. Check out uh, uh, Custom Creations, Chosen Creations, on Etsy uh, with links there at isbhbk.com. For, for brothers and sisters and families in Albuquerque. We no longer have a school location in Albuquerque, but that doesn't mean that there's brothers from Albuquerque not still there teaching. And we have the brother Aisha White Dazar, um, who is still in Albuquerque, still holding down. The brother's uh, uh, a, a great teacher. He's a priest. <clears throat> and he, you can reach out to him at area code 505-218-4218. That's 505-218-4218 to the brother Aisha White Dazar. Um, Remember the brother. The name Aisha White does not means man of counsel. If you need some, if you need some help, um, spiritual help. Uh, well, somebody who's going to really um, give you a, a, a spiritual and insightful uh, answers and look and counseling into what you might be dealing with. Please reach out to the brother uh, Aisha White does not. They're in Albuquerque at five zero five two one eight forty two eighteen. All right. Let me see here. And then um, last but not least, well, not even last but not least, um, coming, uh, uh, coming up Sunday, May 21st, 2023, starting at 1 o'clock. Let me, let me make sure I got that right. I did get the text from the brother. Starting at 1 p.m. All right, starting at 1 p.m., at uh, 
the EL Pure Therapy Event Center. The EL Pure Therapy Event Center will be hosting and holding uh, the wedding vows and, 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 and wedding feast uh, between the brother uh, Ariel Shalamath and his wife Kaliah. Uh, their wedding ceremony, again, was going to be Sunday, May 21st, starting at 1 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon, Central Standard Time. Um, at 6909 Loop 1604 East, San Antonio, Texas, 78247. That school location or that address, uh, brothers and sisters, as you, as you might not know, that is the, the address for Rolling Oaks Mall here in San Antonio. At, in Rolling Oaks, um, on the second floor, located right next to the Sears Wing in front of the uh, remote control race car track and the Sears Wing of the mall is the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, which will, which will, which will be conducting and holding uh, the wedding ceremony, the wedding vows and feast between Aria, uh, Shalamath, and Kalaya. Again, that's going to be Sunday, May 21st, starting at 1 p.m. at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Now, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center is sponsored by EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy is located also at Rolling Oaks Mall uh, on the first floor of the J.C. Penney Wing, directly diagonal from H&M Clothing Company, uh, the, the clothing store, um, where you can get the latest in custom-made bath bombs, custom-made hand uh, soaps, uh, custom-made uh, 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 herbal uh, 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 essential oil um, um, combinations to help give you the, the best that life has to, has to offer. Uh, you can get, uh, there's a connection there for if you want to get uh, your sea moss, if you want to get your um, uh, uh, herbal tinctures, your herbal teas, um, you want to reach out to EL Pure Therapy. As EL Pure Therapy also is sponsoring and, and, and uh, keeping the EO Pure Therapy Event Center um, up and going, uh, where we hold for Hebrew Israelites so we can observe um, not only high holidays or what have you, but to, to host. Um, uh, the brother Ariel Shalamath and Kaliah's wedding ceremony, which, uh, which is going to be again at 1 p.m. Sunday, May 21st, 2023, at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Which and EO Pure Therapy Event Center is also uh, where we hold on Sunday afternoons. On Sunday afternoons, starting at 4 p.m., we do have a uh, Paleo Hebrew uh, uh, Paleo Hebrew class where we're teaching uh, brothers and sisters and families the Paleo-Hebrew, all right? It's on Sundays from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. So we ask that you might send your donations or even uh, your patronage to EO Pure Therapy located on the first floor of Bowling Oaks Mall, diagonal from H&M Clothing Company, um, and proceeds from there go directly to help keeping the class running for for the uh, Paleo Hebrew that we teach on Sundays from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., as well as keeping the EO Pure Therapy Event Center up and going and up and running. And also uh, helps to sponsor um, uh, ISBHBK Blog Talk, our podcast that we have going on. So we invite you to please support, help with um, EO Pure Therapy, uh, located on, the, again, the first floor of the JCPenney Wing of Rolling Oaks Mall, diagonal from H&M Clothing Company. All right? Now that we get that out the way, so I, I believe we have, I've got everything. As far as those announcements, all that has been taken care of. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. 
I gotta find a way to get these these announcements in. And, you know, I gotta find a way to get these announcements in. So with that, brothers and sisters, um, again, welcome to uh, to to our show. Welcome to our show for the ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, podcast. We do broadcast. We try and broadcast uh, Monday through Thursday. We try and hold our, our podcast Monday through Thursday from ten a from ten a.m. Central Standard Time to twelve noon Central Standard Time. And the reason we do that might be a little bit awkward. But the reason we do it in the mornings is because we don't want to run any type of interference or, or um, um, if you will, competition, and that's the wrong word. But we don't want to interfere with the ISBHBK um, YouTube channels. We don't, we don't want there to be a um, where a person, uh, brothers and sisters, would have to, to make a decision for am I going to check out the YouTube or am I going to check out uh, Bible Talk? And to go ahead and just take that take that away, so that that's not a, a, an issue. We do our our, um, our podcast Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. Central Standard Time to uh, 12 noon Central Standard Time, so that you might be able to to uh, be able to listen in. And we provide this service also so that you might be at work, where you might not be able to. Uh, uh, you might be at work and you might be able to put your earpods in. You might be able to uh, be able to uh, just put something on and be able to listen while you're at work. Um, if you might be driving a bus, as some brothers in the past who were bus drivers uh, got a, had a chance to listen to the classes, um, whether they were live or in a, from an archive library, to be able to, to keep it with the class and help keep the day going throughout the day. Um, not, able, not being able maybe to, to uh, listen to a, a, one of the broadcasts on YouTube that, here with the, with the the podcast, you may be able to listen to the podcast uh, throughout your day. If you're driving in, in your car, uh, uh, either going to work, you're at work, um, uh, handling errands, that is something you can listen to just 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 to keep things going uh, for your for your listening um, uh, entertainment, pleasure, or learning, or what have you. So again, we have ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, Monday through Thursdays from 10 a.m. Central Standard Time to uh, 12 noon uh, Central Standard Time, Monday through Thursday. And you can catch the brother Tazapah, Tazapah Tuesdays, every Tuesday um, from uh, 10 a.m. to 12, 12 noon. He does an excellent job, um, and he's actually assisted by his wife uh, when she's not working, uh, uh, the sister uh, Hasadaya. They're doing a, a, a fantastic job in uh, what they're bringing out. The brother uh, Tazapah, who who is if you get a chance to meet the brother he's everybody's friend everybody's coach everybody's um, uh, uncle um, uh, counselor uh, uh, Doctor Phil uh, if you will the brother's a great brother but he's not, one thing that did you really get across in his teaching is not only the love he has for 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 his people for Israelites but also he's a historian the brother really loves history and if you listen to his classes again going back and checking out his classes. If you don't understand history, or if you're not a fan of history, or you never liked history or never understood history, you want to listen to, to Tazapot classes on Tazapot Tuesdays. The brother breaks it down in a, in a pace that is very easy to digest. It's easy to put together, and he plays some excellent pictures in putting history pieces together to help us really appreciate, to help us really, really start to love and, and, and learn from history, where he really comes back and, and 
and get it to us in a way that we can that can be easily understood and, and again, like I said, digestible. To where if you always thought history was was boring, everybody thought history it never had nothing to do with you, so it was never into it. Then you want to give yourself a chance by listening to Tazapa Tuesdays. The, the the way him that the brother put the class together and, and it comes out, it, it, you will learn to appreciate history, particularly Bible history, obviously being ISVHBK, the Israelite school of biblical history and, and practical knowledge. That he really brings it out in a smooth way, uh, easy to uh, easy, a good pace, where it's really digestible. And that's every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon uh, here on ISBHBK. That, um, uh, ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk podcast. If you've missed any of his uh, podcasts or any podcast uh, that we've done, we invite you to please go to www.blogtalkradio.com. If you miss any of the podcasts we, um, that we've been doing and pro- uh, broadcasting since February 10th, 2010, yes, give it up for the Most High Christ. Uh, Get that here. We, we've actually been doing this this podcast from uh, February tenth, two thousand and ten. Um, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com. When you pull that website up, brothers and sisters, when you go to that website and you pull it up, um, just go to the search box. There's going to be a search box when, you, when, when, when the website comes up, and type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Um, when, you, when you go there and you hit that uh, search box, it's going to take you to our, our episode webpage, our, our episode library. And the episode library goes back to the very beginning when we first started doing our, our, our podcast, all the way back to February 10th, 2010, and they're in chronological order from February 10th, 2010, all the way up to the present, to the latest, to the latest ones. If you click the follow button, you'll be able to follow us as each show comes out. You get a notification that another show has been has been produced, another show has been has been done. So if there's any show that you've missed, uh, anything that you won't be able to catch, because you might be at work driving, you might be at work and not be able to write down the scriptures or the books that have been gone gone over, that you can go there, listen to it, and at your leisure, you can go back and rewind. You can fast forward um, uh, to be able to get uh, to catch anything that you might have missed, or just go back over it. it, it I, I, I do love that. And we also um, um, you can find the, the uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast on iHeartRadio podcast under ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk under um, Apple iTunes uh, uh, radio podcast again. Look for ISBHBK Bible Talk. You can also catch us on Podcast Addict um, under the same name, ISBHBK Bible Talk. And you can also catch us on Google Podcast, um, ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk under Google Podcast. And this way, you can, if there's any show that you might have missed, um, you can go back and listen to it. Again, fast forward, rewind, uh, uh, pause, or what have you. It really is a great service that they provide for us on, on those platforms. And you'll be able to catch up. Again, you'll be able to catch up. Or, or if, you, if you weren't able to tune in live or call in live to the show, uh, every show is archived. 
uh, on these platforms that I, that, that I just mentioned to be able to keep up with the show. Uh, so, our, again, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, uh, we do have a present uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk. And then last but certainly not least, we have Friday nights starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to uh, 10 p.m. Central to 9 p.m., I'm sorry, Central Standard Time. We have Bonabod's Friday Night Bible Breakdowns. Uh, Bonabod's Friday Night Bible Breakdowns are held every Friday night, again, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, to 9 p.m. Um, here on ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk. Will you be able to uh, get the uh, Bible breakdowns uh, from the brother Bonabod, uh, who, who, who's been teaching uh, for the past 30 years as well? Um, uh, uh, check it out. Uh, it's there. And, again, every show is archived. Every show is, is, is put in the library. So if you do miss any show, you can come back and be able to listen to it. So that now, whether you're a visual uh, learner or, or you can uh, you put the things together and just like to listen, have something to listen to beyond one might just be on the radio or whatever. Uh, we have I, we do present ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast, and those are different formats, different ways that you can reach out to us uh, and help keep this going. Um, if you would like to help show support for ISBHBK um, uh, Bible Talk, uh, you can send a, a, a link to the our Cash App. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, you, you can send, send uh, support uh, to, to through Cash App um, to uh, dollar sign um, Shaba M A S H A H B A, and that will go directly towards helping keep the uh, the the uh, ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk uh, radio broadcast radio uh, going at ISBH at I'm sorry at dollar sign Mashaba M A S H A H B A, or through um, Google Pay. At uh, Mashaba, M A S H A H B A, 575 at gmail.com. If you'd like to show, give direct support to the Bible Talk uh, a podcast, it would be appreciated. All right, brothers and sisters. Uh, that is it for all the announcements. I'm going to take a, a quick, a quick um, intermission, uh, music intermission, and when we come back, we're going to go ahead and get into the class. Now, I know it takes a long time. And my apologies, but I'm, I'm, I'm a brother that really does teach and really does push. Zephaniah chapter 2 and verse 1, gather yourselves together, get gathered together, O nation that desired. And I don't want to feel, um, I feel like it's important uh, that each of our ISVHBK um, uh, locations um, get the announcements, get their flowers, um, that that's something that's very important. And as we have, as, as our listenership uh, increases, um, that we want to make sure that we're not sig- signaling or, 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 or um, dividing the nation of Israel, that there, there is an accountability to, for each of us. There's an accountability for each of our classes and for each of our schools that we're, we're, we're accountable, that, that, there's, that, that it's not just us doing our own thing. It's not just me, this just Mashallah, and this is how I'm doing things, and you got to just lock, lock into how I'm doing things, or what, what have you. We, we, see, we see a lot of growth among Hebrew Israelites, a lot of growth among the, among the, uh, the nation of Israel, 
Um, but you see kind of also a thing where if you're not doing what we're doing, you're, 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 you might not be recognized. If you're not doing things how we do things, you might not be, um, um, there might be some tension. And that, that's the last thing that, that we, we want to push uh, with anything that we do. The nation of Israel has to gather together. The entire nation of Israel has to gather together. So in presenting the ISBHBK formats that you can uh, get in touch with us, also we please invite you to please check out um, if it's uh, IUIC, if it's, if it's GOCC, if it's GMS, if it's um, Believers in the Way, if it's Masra Yesha'ala, 12 tribes, if it's uh, Believers of the Way, if it's um, uh, um, the, the Ambassador of Christ, if it's, uh, um, if it's Hebrew Israelites in, in the city or location that's near you, get in touch with them. If it's um, uh, Watchmen for Israel, if it's Sakari, get in touch with them uh, in whatever city or lo- location, locale you might be in. Get in touch with them, all right, because uh, as times get worse, we know the Most High told us in Isaiah the 13th chapter that he's going to cause every all people to gather themselves. To, um, let me get that real quick. I don't want to paraphrase that and hack it up, but let me get that real quick. Um, in Isaiah chapter 13, and Isaiah chapter uh, 13, verse 14, being specific, in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 14, as well as we read Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 1, that warns us, that admonishes us, that, that, that exhorts us to gather ourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation not desired. That from Isaiah chapter 13, verse 14, it also tells us that, and it shall be, as a, uh, I'm sorry, 13, therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place, and uh, in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger that, that the world knows as Armageddon, that these days, definitely we're in, in these days, uh, especially when we read Matthew chapter 24 about, about the wars and rumors of wars, the, um, uh, the pestilences, the earthquakes, and the persecution that is going to be taking place, that the Lord's going to turn it up. It's going, it's going to get turned up. All right? And then verse 14, it says, and it shall be the chase rope. And as a sheep that no man taketh up, that there's people going to be looking for all types of defense. People are going to be looking for all types of of, of security, and and depending on a lot of survival uh, uh, tactics, uh, and as these days increase, as these days uh, uh, turn up, as the fierce thing of the Lord that day approaches more and more and more and more, it's going to get hotter. It's going to get worse. There's going to be more race uh, uh, race wars. There's going to be more. Uh, uh, black on black crime. It's going to get bad, brothers and sisters. It's going to get worse. Uh, Christ warned us that is, is that these days that we're that we're about to experience, that there's never been anything like this on the planet Earth, and after this is all done, it will never be anything like this ever again. That this is going to be some of the most violent, dangerous um, times that the Earth has ever seen since God created the Earth, since man has walked upon the Earth. And that, that's bad. So in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 14, it says, And it shall be as a chaste robe, and as a sheep that no man taketh up. That, uh, 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 you know, if a sheep falls in a ditch, the sheep can depend on that shepherd um, to pull that sheep out of the ditch. But the times will come that everything, every, every source that people look to for their security, for their survival, for their defense, that it's all going to come to naught. It's all going to be in vain. Uh, and then it says, there shall every man turn to his own people and flee everyone to his own land. That we understand 
that the most high, according to this prophecy right here, is going to have everybody turn to his own people. And as the nation of Israel, the nation of Israel, as Hebrew Israelites, not just being a member of a camp or a member of a church or a member of a, of a religion, that we're a nation of people, saying whatever city you might be in, that's why I do give the school locations for ISBHPK and, and ways to reach out to us and, and get in touch, that these times will come. It says that every man shall turn to his own people, that in whatever city you're in, you want to be able to, to, to have those relations with whatever Israelites are in the city that you're in, because the times are going to get bad. We're going to have to gather together. Uh, when we go and read Acts, the fourth chapter, um, we, we, we kind of went over that yesterday. But when we go to Acts, chapter 4, let me pull that up. Knowing that, again, things that are written the fourth time are written for our learning. One thing we can read about in Acts, the fourth chapter, um, In Acts, the fourth chapter, starting in verse 32, we can read about this history and about, again, the necessity of every man turning to his own people, that we know within every city it's important that, that we don't act like we were in church still or like we're in a gang, and that if I'm part of, of, of this camp, uh, ISBHPK, that that means I can't reach out or be friendly, be brotherly, with somebody from, from GOCC, from somebody from uh, GMS, from somebody from ISUPK, from somebody from uh, uh, Sakari. That no, we, gotta, we really need to come to the understanding that th- th- this is not about um, just being a part of one in particular camp or one in particular um, a group, that, we're, we're, it's that we are the nation of Israel. We are the nation of Israel, and it's important that we gather ourselves together as a Understand, we are a nation of people that has 12 tribes uh, within this nation that have been scattered to the four corners of the earth. So the importance of, of getting with uh, uh, brothers and sisters in w- whatever city that you're in, um, Acts chapter 4, verse 32, it says, uh, And the multitude of them which believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said, said any of them that the that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord uh, Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of land and houses sold them and brought the, the, the prices of the things that were sold and laid it down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And Jose, or Joseph, uh, who by the apostles was summoned, surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, uh, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. That the nation, that there was times when there was famines, there was times when there was, there was um, uh, total destruction, uh, announces made of the destruction of the Jews. Uh, during the time of like Esther and the time of Purim, um, and throughout history, that, that 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 there was a lot of civil warfare, a little a lot of strife that took place in, in throughout throughout history, and that the Most High was letting these things happen and let them occur 
so that it would bring the nation of Israel back together because we've been scattered. We've been scattered in wherever, wherever, wherever we were at, and this was to force us to be able to come together and look out for each other. Uh, force us to come together and, and stop being selfish, stop being greedy. It, it, it's not about the capitalist mindset uh, that we might have learned here in America, but it's about loving your neighbor as you love yourself, esteeming others as we esteem ourselves. So I, the length of, of, of my introductions um, it, it is kind of lengthy, and I don't really want to apologize for that because we've got to get, we have to really get some understanding that Hebrew Israelites in whatever city you're in, whatever place you're in, we need to gather together. That that is going to be our only salvation. That's going to be the only thing that's going to help us survive what the Lord is bringing. Um, as we go back and we read um, from the Exodus, that when the, the Most High was delivering and saving the nation of Israel um, from the slavery of the Egyptians, that all Israelites at that particular time were able to gather in Goshen uh, during, the, during the time of the Egyptian Empire. He was able to gather in Goshen. And then for all the plagues that was uh, hitting the Egyptians, um, that as long as the Israelites were getting together in Goshen, those, those plagues that, that struck the Egyptians did not strike, did not come or affect the Israelites that had gathered together in Goshen. And as long as the Israelites were, had gathered in Goshen, we, we weren't affected. We weren't affected. Most I spared us. We know that the, we're not going to be able to gather all tribes together, the whole nation together in one place, like, like Kansas or something like that. We know that's not going to happen. But within each city that you might be in, it is imperative. It is, it is to, it's to your, your safety, to your survival, that you gather together with other Hebrew Israelites, that we, that we do, that there is a gather together, um, a coming together of, of, of one within the city you're in because the, the, time, the days are short. Uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 11, the time is short. The days are at hand. That we put off the works of darkness. For now is our salvation even nearer than we believe. That is, it, 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 it's coming to an end, y'all. Brother and sister, it's coming to an end. But we have to do our part in our gathering together and being of one mind, of one soul, of one heart. And being of that one mind, one soul, one heart is putting on the mind of Christ. All right? It is putting on the mind of Christ. Um, because like in St. John chapter 14, verse 6, no man comes to the Father but by me. All right? That, that we're not going to make it to the, to the Father unless we put on the mind of Christ. Um, so with that, again, let me take this quick intermission. Um, uh, uh, get a little, get a little um, uh, water in my throat, and then we're going to continue on with the class. All right, we're going to continue on with with, with the class uh, in the series that that we that we have started and been going over. Um, Christ the Passover, right? Christ the Passover. Um, as we look at, we, as, we, as we just came out of the uh, actual Passover uh, celebration that we did observe uh, April fifth, that. And Christ bring our Passover in delivering the nation of Israel from the captivity that we were under um, of the Egyptians and being saved from that captivity, being slave from being saved from that slavery. Um, that in coming back now and, and understanding that that celebration was a, was to be observed throughout all generations, and that even Christ Himself observe the Passover, but most people in the world understand the, past, the that being the Last Supper. And I've not done enough Bible study to understand that the Last Supper was the Passover, and that Christ being recognized as the Lamb of God 
and that the sacrifice that he made in shedding his blood and dying on the cross was uh, and the was, was symbolic um, in direct correlation to the Passover lamb during the time of the Exodus, that if the blood of the lamb was not on your door, um, when the death angel passed over Egypt, all of Egypt, when the death angel passed over Egypt, uh, if you were if the blood of the lamb was not on on your door, the death angel came, and death wasn't going to be in your household. Death entered into your household. So with Christ come back to me in the the, the 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 Passover lamb, and with it he shed his blood, and that for the Passover he took the bread and break it, and how that breaking of of the of the bread represented his body how he was going to voluntarily break his body, knowing that he was going to be betrayed, knowing that he was betrayed and he was going to be slandered and going to be tortured. He, he took that on uh, and didn't take matters in his own hands and that he might fulfill the word of God uh, and, and suffer. And to give, to give the, the apostles the example that if you're following, if following Christ, these are things you will, you're going to be going through and this is how you handle it. That this is how you deal with things. It's not just about pulling Bible scriptures which the Pharisees and the Sadducees were, were, were notorious for, but actually being a walking, living example of doing the will of God. That it wasn't about Christ pleasing himself or doing things for himself or just building himself up. Christ gave himself as an example to the rest of the nation of Israel for us to give ourselves for one another and not to be so caught up in just, just our own personal come up, our own gain, our own greediness, our own selfishness which we're warned about is going to be the, the, the one of the leading things in these last days that's going to be pushed. Look out for self. Capitalism. Being it for you. And only deal with you and yours. That, that, that was one of the main reasons, or some of the same reasons, that we as Israelites went into many captivities. That the Israelites have been in many captivities uh, throughout the ages. Since the, since the time of Moses, all the way through the Roman uh, Empire, all the way through present-day America and, and, and Caucasian, um, uh, war complex that we're in captivity. We're still in slavery. We're still subject to the laws, still subject to the the, uh, the punishments uh, of our enemies. I don't care where where we are at and what part of the world we're in right now. We're still subject to to the laws of our enemies. So with 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 that, again, when I come back, we're going to go go further into this. And thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience, uh, which is a necessary key in dealing with the Lord God. But let's get this in the mission over. Let me get something in my, in my throat because my throat is kind of dry, and we will continue. Uh, this this song that I'm going to play is from the sister Yapak Q. Uh, you can find her, her, her music on uh, on YouTube, Yapak Q, and it's called Hallelujah. All right, so brothers and sisters, I will be right back. Me little Bo Beef, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, king, the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Devil can't touch this heat, pessimizing. He is a liar, so says the lion. Uh, shelter in my protector, running to him, be faster than a poor. Holy is the wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big girl.
All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. We are going to learn today, brothers and sisters. Thank you all for tuning in and for your patience. Um, one thing I did forget, uh, as I'm really trying to get more organized or what have you, is uh, the prayer request, right? Um, uh, we have uh, prayer requests going out for uh, the, the brother and sister, um, uh, all Israel, all over, to, to 12 tribes. Let me slow down. To the 12 tribes worldwide, we have prayer requests going out to all 12 tribes worldwide. That the most high might strengthen our spirits uh, uh, to be able to face and endure and 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 um, uh, recover, if it be His will, uh, from in the sicknesses, the the ailments, the um, persecutions, the tribulations, the the, the afflictions that we might be that we might be afflicted with. That the most high strengthen our spirits to be able to endure and 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 to uh, and to push through uh, what might, might what might be happening what might be t- taking place. Um, so. Uh, we have a prayer request uh, for the brother John Spann, for the brother John Spann, uh, who is a member of the Coates family, that right now is, is, is going through um, a health crisis uh, at, at, at this moment, as well as um, I think there's a, another aunt who is dealing with another health crisis within the Coates family. We ask the prayers go up for, for John Spann and, and the entire Coates family as they are really getting afflicted, they're really being hit up. With a lot, a lot of medical um, uh, health health emergencies and tragedies and crises uh, that are taking place. So, brothers and sisters, as you're uh, sending your daily prayers, remembering that Christ said um, to pray without ceasing, that we esteem one another, that we and, and we look out for another, and that the prayer of the righteous does avail much. That we pray that the Most High might strengthen our spirits um, uh, as we're dealing with these these, these tragedies, dealing with these um, afflictions, dealing with these persecutions that are necessary, brothers and sisters, they are necessary. But we want to make sure we pray for one another. So we I'm inviting everybody to please add to your prayer list um John Spann and the Coates family as they're dealing with several um uh, health issues and emergencies at this particular time. I also pray that that I would like to add uh the Lovett family, uh, my in laws and, and the Lovett family as they're dealing with a lot of um uh as we are dealing with a lot of health issues also. Uh, within the whole loaded family, that you might put them in your prayer request, uh, that the Most High might strengthen our strengthen the spirits um, of all of all of us uh, as we're dealing with a lot of the health issues and, and medical emergencies and crises that are taking place. Uh, please add uh, to your prayer list um, the, the brother, uh, the brother and sister uh, Darrow and, and sister Becky, as they're dealing with with, with health issues and problems as well. Uh, uh, they're in Albuquerque. And the most I was in a spirit um, and give them the strength and resolve within their spirits to, to deal with and to and to, um, uh, to to deal with and to overcome a lot of the things that they're being afflicted with and, and going through right now as well. Um, uh, with, with continue prayers going out for uh, the Tazapa family, uh, for his mother Catherine, uh, Kat, and for um, uh, his daughter Cece that the Most High might continue to strengthen uh, their spirits as they're dealing with uh, uh, many health issues and, and, and uh, medical crises uh, that are taking place, that, that you might add them to your prayer list, brothers and sisters, uh, for, for the things that they might be enduring and that they might be going through uh, as well. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um, 
Israel is all over. But it's Israel all over. But those those were some requests that I did receive personally. Um, so I, I put them on the prayer list. And if you would like to have your name added to the prayer list or anybody in particular, uh, please text me. Uh, please send a text to area code 210-784-8463. And I'm going to get this organized. Um, uh, uh, specific prayers going out to specific uh, people uh, for prayer requests uh, for, for all Israel. And remember, it does say that the prayers of the righteous do avail much. All right? We are witnesses. I'm, I'm an eyewitness to the power of prayer. That the Most High does um, when we come together and we esteem others better than ourselves. If it be the Most High's will that, oh, that's the, oh, that's the one family I'm forgetting about. That the Most High's most high will that he will bring them and help them endure uh, whatever it is they might, might be going through. Uh, but says, I can't believe I, I didn't mention him first. Um, uh, just my, my, my children's and almost everybody's um, uh, aunt, uncle, uh, godparent, uh, if you will, to the to the uh, here in San, San Antonio. Uh, as as the brother is dealing with the brother Tahawam, it has had several um, several strokes. Uh, he's had several strokes, uh, and the sister uh, uh, Wade, his wife, is, is going through some medical things right now. Um, pretty, pretty severe, but they are enduring. Um, they're still ever giving. Um, they will literally give you the shirt off their back um, as they're being uh, being afflicted at during these times right now. Please add um, the Thawamites, as we call them, to um, Uncle Thawam and Auntie Waradaya. Uh, please add them to your prayer, prayer request and prayer list as they're definitely dealing with some medical things right now. Uh, that the Most High will strengthen their spirits and help help them recover uh, from the things that they're, they're definitely being afflicted with at this particular time. Uh, medical emergencies, right? Medical emergencies. Uh, so please add them to your prayers. That's the, uh, the brother Thawam uh, and the sister Waradaya. Uh, if you if you ever, if you ever come to San Antonio, it, it, it's very rare that you will not run into or not know um, the sister Waradaya and her her their, their whole crew. Right, a crew of seven kids that have the most energy out of any kids that are in Israel. <laughs> they carry the most spirit. Uh, following, following their moms, following the, the will, the the example um, in in their father uh, Tao Wong. So we definitely want some uh, prayers for them, and they're definitely going through it right now, uh, deserving of our prayers and our and our, and our, our spiritual support. And the most I was definitely strengthening strengthen them in spirit, mind, and body for things that they're experiencing at this particular time. All right, so again, I'm gonna give the prayer the prayer request sheet. I'm gonna start one so that I can make that more more official, and that I don't forget anybody. Um, as as we're facing these things in, in these last days, but let's go ahead and move on with the class. Let me figure out what the class we left off. Yes, what we left off yesterday. Um. We got that. We covered this. Let me see here. Um, we left off yesterday, brothers and sisters, in Romans chapter 15, verse 5. We left off, and, and I was also trying to get time for the brother Gabar Kawa, that he might join us this morning. Um, so we might not hear his voice, but we know he's, he's definitely here with us in, in spirit. Um, but we left off yesterday in, from Romans chapter 15, verse 5, uh, which says, Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded, one toward another, according to Christ Jesus. And we were going through different scriptures and different examples about what it means to be like-minded uh, toward one another. 
toward one another according to Christ Jesus. And we was going over and really examining um, how Christ being on the cross and the, the, the tortures he was going through, the, the, the mental and physical anguish and agony that he was under, um, and that with his last words, or second to last words, to, to, to pray to the Father from enduring such agony and pain, um, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That if, if while going, while being under that amount of pressure, while being under that amount of agony and, and mental stress that he was going through, that he was still in the midst of all that, the, the pain, the mockery that he was going through, that he was still praying for the Father to forgive us because we don't know what we're doing, that we that he was that he was still in the midst of all that after knowing that he was going to be betrayed, announcing he was going to be be betrayed to death, he was going to be betrayed to have to suffer, knowing that the, that the, the the chief priest uh, Caiaphas and 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 the other um, Pharisees and Sadducees that they they, were, they had been um, planning plotting and planning and conspiring his death for a minute, and he had knowledge of it. He knew what they were doing, um, but as he went through the trials from being from in front of Caiaphas, the trials of being in front of, of Pilate, being in front of Herod, being back to Pilate, being, being tortured the way he was tortured, brutalized the way he was brutalized, that even after being nailed on the cross uh, and being on the cross for over three hours and having it during um, uh, from a lack of sleep and not being able to sleep, uh, uh, being beaten to a bloody pulp. Um, they have what they call a pumpkin head. A pumpkin head, brothers and sisters, um, anybody from Chicago might be familiar with uh, the term pumpkin head. And a pumpkin head is among the, 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 the gang members or the gangs in San Antonio, uh, not San Antonio, Chicago, forgive me, that if you catch a violation, you have to be locked up. You might be in jail or, 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 or whatever. If you catch a violation or you break one of the, the, the codes or the laws or the rules of a particular gang that, you, that you're a member of, one of the punishments, might, it might not be death, but it might be that you, you caught a violation. And a violation is what they deem a pumpkin head. And a pumpkin head is where uh, they can put a pillowcase or put a, a, a pillowcase over your head and members of the gang beat you in the head until your head swells up and becomes deformed and your head now looks like a pumpkin. That from the beating that you take a monk in your head, that your head will deform so much that it will look like a pumpkin head. And the visual to try and try and give anybody kind of a visual of what that would would, would be like, um, when you look at the the, the the pictures of the young Emmett Till, um, that they showed the fourteen his before and after pictures and how his mom kept an open casket when when he was um, uh, at his funeral, so that it could be seen what the torture and what the what had happened to Emmett Till at the hands of so-called white people. You can see how his, his head had been so beaten and, and, and swollen 
and to where it was deformed, to where it didn't, it, it almost did not look human. That, brothers and sisters, is what you would call a, a pumpkin head. Using the, the, the terminology of what they use in inner city of Chicago. So to understand that Christ, and maybe it's not understood, but the beating that Christ took when they put the the the, the mask over his over his head and were punching him and saying, well, if you're a prophet, then prophesy which one of us just hit you. Um, the beating he took uh, when he first was, was, was captured by the Israelite soldiers at the Garden of Gethsemane, the beating he took from those soldiers about being disrespectful in front of the high priest um, and blaspheming and, and that he took a, a, a whooping there. And I, I say whooping with every, every sense, with every syllable um, that I could summon of, of, of southern roots of what the word whoop, taking a whooping means. He took a whooping from the Israelite soldiers. From the Israelite soldiers, he went to uh, uh, of Caiaphas, he went to Pilate. Pilate didn't have nothing to do with it, sent him to Herod. From Herod, he went, went uh, back to Pilate, where he suffered at the hands of uh, now the Roman soldiers. And then on his way to, from, after, after being tortured and whipped with the Canaanite tails and beaten with the sticks and the rods uh, from the Roman soldiers, having the, the crown of thorns literally hammered and nailed and smashed into his skull. And it said that the, the thorn bushes that they used to, to create the, 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 the crown of thorns was in mockery. Because if you go back and look at the Caesars of Rome, you see where they had the, the, that little, like that leaf thing around their foreheads uh, representing a crown. Like you see, when, especially when they show, they show Julius Caesar and they'll have that leaf type of crown. It won't be like a whole full, full metal crown or whatever, but it'll be that leafy green crown that uh, in mockery of Christ being the king of the Jews, that they've got that crown of thorns. And that the thorn bush they used, that those thorns were at least two inches long. And, and they literally hammered and smashed those thorns into his skull. That those thorns literally implanted, and they're so strong, they literally implanted themselves, especially being hammered, into Christ's skull. Going through all that, then having to carry that 150-pound cross beam of the cross uh, over a third of a mile, um, to Golgotha, to the place where he was actually crucified, uh, having his wrist nailed to the cross, um, uh, the, the cross rooms of, of the cross. And then they always uh, show Christ with, with like one foot on top of the other foot, and like the nail going through the two feet um, in that fashion. But when you go and study the crucifixion of, of the Romans, that's not how they did it. That, they didn't do it like that. You would actually have your 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 feet nailed to either side of the cross. Like your, your left foot will be nailed to the left side of the cross, of that cross, of that beam. Remember, the beam's like, like a square. So your left foot will be nailed to the left side going through the ankle, going like, like right, uh, right beneath the ankle, um, uh, above the heel, uh, through that tendon. Um, it would be nailed there to the, uh, uh, to the cross. And then the right foot, will be nailed from the right side, right below the ankle, um, uh, through the heel, to the right side of the cross. So it wasn't like it went, it, it, the, the feet were on top of one another, and it, it just went one through the other in, into the wood, even though either one would be agonizing in itself. 
but that you no, know, each foot was nailed and paled on either side of the cross um, in, in that particular fashion. That for him to go through all that, once again, I know I'm being vivid and graphic um, uh, in detail with this again, for Christ to go through all that, but to still come back. And I remember, and I, I think I, I was having a conversation with the brother, um, uh, Gabar Kawai, yesterday uh, after the show. It's all being asphyxiated. And many of us know what, what, what uh, we've experienced what it is to be asphyxiated. To be asphyxiated means you can breathe in. Because of the way his arms were on the cross and the way his body had obviously had to droop because his hands were nailed up his, through the wrist, was nailed up above, and, and, and it would cause his, 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 uh, his torso to, to, to sink. Um, have anybody ever tried to do uh, uh, the, the, the gymnastics rings where you try to hold yourself in that cross or you just try to hold yourself up? You know how painful that is. Um, so to have your hands and wrists nailed to the cross in, in that fashion and your feet nailed to the side of the post, that you would droop, the torso would droop. With your torso drooping and your hands raised above your head in, in that fashion, um, uh, to the side but up, you could breathe in, but it would be hard for you to breathe out, all right, unless you actually was able to raise your diaphragm by pulling, on, pulling your wrist like a, a, almost a pull-up, but with your, your arms extended to the, out to the sides uh, on the cross, that you would have to pull and, and, and uh, on the nails that were, that were hammered through your wrist, and you had to push up on the nails that were hammered through your heels in order to get your diaphragm up, in order to get your torso up so you could breathe out. Similar In a similar fashion, you ever see like when, when in particular like toddlers, when, when toddlers start crying and, they, and they're going through that, that phase where they keep breathing in, <laughs> they can breathe in, but it's hard to breathe out. You, you, and again, you'll see it in toddlers if, if, if they're throwing a temper tantrum or, or they, they get some type of discipline for something they might be doing, um, that in the, the way they're crying, that they can breathe in, but they can't breathe out. That you, you keep bringing breath in, but you can't breathe out. That you have to lower your, you have to raise your diaphragm in order for the lungs to be able to squeeze the air out. <laughs> so in going through that, the buildup of carbon monoxide, that will be inside of, of, of a person's body, inside of Christ's body, not being able to, to, to release that carbon monoxide, that will cause so severe of cramping, as well as the, um, the, the dehydration he was facing from all the liquid that, uh, and blood and fluids that had been drained from his body because of the beating and everything that he was taking. That, and the buildup of carbon monoxide, that it would, cause, it would cause cramping throughout his body. And that the cramps, um, when you study a physician analyzes the crucifixion, that those cramps would be, would be so severe that it would literally pull joints out of place. Now, many of us have suffered, suffered cramps, leg cramps, shin splints, uh, a cramp in our calves, um, a, a cramp in your hand. We've experienced cramps. 
but to the point where the cramp is so severe that it, it pulls joints out of place, this is what Christ was enduring. This is what Christ was enduring. And the whole time going through this, he never complained one time. He never yelled out, I'm going to get y'all. He never yelled out that I remember each and one of y'all's faces. He never took on that mentality. So, again, in going through all these things and still be on the cross and still say, and obviously pull himself up so he can say these words, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do so the words could be heard. The type of things that he was having to endure and the pain of, of, what, of what he was going through, the, the physical abandonment of, of, of all the disciples, everybody he healed, everyone abandoned him. They left. He had no one that he had given his life, his spirit, his love, his laughter, his, his, um, uh, the events of the three years of the, of the ministry. No one was there. No one was there. And then they have, again, it, our people, the Israelites, the Jews, saying, if you, if you really are the son of God, jump off that cross, and we'll believe it's you. Being spit on, being mocked. Um, uh, still being struck while on the cross by Israelites, by Jews, that he endured all these things. He was going through all these things. That this was, was, was these were the actual events of what was taking place of this bloody mass, the bloody pulp of a man while on the cross and going through what he was going through. And he still, and not, and not, submitting to the pain and mental and physical anguish he was going through, still, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's incredible. That's, that's remarkable. But knowing that he had to leave that example for us, knowing that he had to leave that example for the ones that are following him, for his disciples, for his, his true students, for the real Christians, that as we face some of these similar instances, that let me get the scripture real quick also as, as we're reliving some of this and, and, and getting into this. Remember Christ said this. Um, L-O-R, Lord, F-L-I-E-S, Lord of, um, nope, let's put it wrong. Um, E-L-Z-A-B-U-B. Uh, <coughs> Baal is above. Let me say it spelled that way. B A A L Z E B U B. Give me y'all D I S C I P L E S. D I S C I P L E S. Give me one second, y'all. I want to find the scripture. Um, 
I'm looking for Matthew. The one I'm looking for, brothers and sisters, where, where they call Christ Beelzebub or, or Baal or, or Lord of the Flies. He said, what are they going to call those that follow him or his disciples? Um, right now, that scripture is running from me. Um, I'm going to be marking out. I know Christ said it. That's what I'm looking for. Um, Well, I can't find that one, but let me read this one here. Uh, In Luke chapter 17, verse 1, Christ gives this this warning of this prophecy. Um, In Luke chapter 17, verse 1, Christ says this. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. Um, but woe unto him uh, to whom they come. So what I want to focus in on verse 1 here in Luke 17 and 1 is where Christ said, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. That it's going to be impossible to be a follower of Christ, and you're not going to be offended. It's, that, that, that's impossible. There's no way you're going to follow Christ and not be offended. But if we're following Christ, then are we also going to follow Christ and how he handled the offenses? Um, again, they call Christ, and I can only think about the paraphrasing, and not the actual scripture, but it said, um, and I'm probably spelling it wrong because it, 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 the, the Greek way of spelling it and, and, the, and the, the Hebrew way of spelling it, but he called Christ the, the um, uh, Beelzebub. When we look at the word Beelzebub, Beelzebub means Lord of the Flies, um, which essentially is, 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 is in reference to being a piece of shit. Um, forgive, forgive my language, but that, that in reference is what it, would, what it would be, that Christ is the king of shit, that he, 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 he's, he's not the king of the Jews, he's not the son of God, he's the king of feces, which was a very... Uh, um, defamatory, uh, derogatory uh, statement uh, that he said, if they call me that, then what do you think they'll call those who follow me, meaning his disciples? That if Christ was, was, was offended and accursed and had all these type of things said about him, then, of course, those who follow him are going to have to be called the same type of things. They're going to be offended in the same type of way because we're following Christ. Um, matter of fact, let me see if I can find that scripture. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Right. Uh, please join me in going to St. John chapter 6, verse 2, and help me try and bring this point out. Help me try to bring this point out. Um, in St. John chapter 16, verse 2. Now, we know from Luke 17 and 1, Christ just told us what? That it is impossible that offenses are going to come, that we're going to be offended. There's no way we're going to follow Christ and that we're not going to be offended. But it's not about us being offended. That is, that's, that's not what it's about. It's about we're following the steps of Christ. And it's not about us now. That's going to be an excuse for us to take things personal and that we're going to take matters in our own hands, all right? But 
Christ told us in Luke 17 and 1 that it is impossible, but that offenses shall come. And he said it to his disciples, that if we're following, following Christ, we're going to be offended. We're going to be persecuted. We're going to be tried. We're going to be, uh, well, let, let me read what Christ says. So now I'm in St. John chapter 16 and verse 1. St. John chapter 16 and verse 1. And it says, these things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. That don't take it personal. You're going to be offended. They're going to come. You're going to be attacked. All right? We're going to be attacked. We're going to be defamed. We're going to be mocked and ridiculed. We're going to be tortured. Brothers and sisters, we know that Christ, when he first started his ministry, that he did the first thing that he taught after being baptized and went through the 40, the 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, that his teaching was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That, that, that's what his, his teaching was based on, was repentance. But do y'all remember the first lessons that Christ taught? When we go back and read Matthew, the fifth chapter, this is where you read about Christ's first lessons that Christ actually taught once he became a minister. Once he became that servant, once he became that, that prophet or that priest that he, that he did become, that his first teachings was what we read in Matthew, the fifth chapter, called the Beatitudes. And the Beatitudes, and we've covered this on, on blogsalradio.com uh, in the classes, um, that when you go through it, he's talking about, blessed are you when ye shall be hated for all men for my name's sake. Um, Blessed are the peacekeepers, for they should be called the children of the Most High. Blessed are ye when ye shall be uh, – uh, he, he goes through all this type of warnings about doing the things that are right in the eyes of the Father, but not in the eyes of, of, of the world. Uh, even among Hebrew Israelites, he's like, ye have heard that has been said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But I tell you, resist not evil. If your brother smite thee on the one cheek, turn him the other. That th- th- These were his first lessons that he taught in preparing the disciples. And if we're going to repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand, then, then these are the steps and things that we have to understand that we have to go through. And us showing repentance, us showing repentance, that when we're being offended, that when we're being um, attacked, and now it seems like the foolish thing that we're being attacked, but now we turn the other cheek, that, that we're being mocked and ridiculed, but we don't say anything? That we don't take matters in our own hands? Among Israelites, you know how, 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 how much that went against the belief of Israelites at that time? That our whole mantra was an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You do this to me, I'm going to do it to you. you damn right. That's the law written in the law. You do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. I said, payback's an MF stepchild, you know, going back to some old Ice Cube uh, lyrics. That it's a great pay. I'm going to pay you back. Ain't nobody going to do this to me and get away with it. Don't you know who I am? Don't you recognize that we've been had that mentality? And that led to, that led to so much civil strife and civil war and division among the Israelites that it totally ignored Love the Most High with all your heart and all your soul, 
and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. We were, we were already so stuck in vindictiveness. We were already so stuck in, in, in I'm going to get you back because of what I'm going through, that I'm, going to take, I, that I'm allowed to take it personal. But we see, go back and look at Christ's teachings, that's not how Christ rolled. And that's not the example that he left. And it ties back into what he went through on the cross. So here we're in St. John chapter 16, verse 1, and he says, These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be, that ye should not be offended. And it's, offended here means don't take it personal. Okay, when a person takes things personal, you're liable to do anything. You're liable to do and react like a beast, like an animal. You might have an animal or pet uh, that you've been taking care of for years, but do something wrong to that pet or that animal, that animal will bite you, be it cat, dog, hamster. Because at that particular time, living just in the moment, we become reactionary. We react. So Christ is telling us here, look, these things have I spoken to you that you should not be offended. Verse 2, St. John chapter 16, verse 2. It says, they shall put you out of the synagogues. We're go- you go- you're going to be put out of the synagogues. Now, we know at this particular time, it was uh, the-, the word synagogue means temples. That the Israelites coming now and following the example of Christ, the Jews, the disciples, at the time that Christ was at first century A.D., that we were going to put out of the schools, put out of the churches. Put it, put it, put it, going to be separated, going to be marked as a cult, marked as doing something evil, similar to today. That you're coming out and we're showing who the Israelites are, the color of the Israelites, the, um, uh, the color of Jesus, uh, coming back and giving an understanding of, of the Bible. That for, for a lot of way, ways our people have been taught in church, we're going to be put out uh, from, from modern day churches. But let me read, read this again. St. John chapter 16, verse 2. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that those, that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. These were the things that Christ told his disciples, his followers. These are the things that we that we got, got have to be aware of as we're coming in and we're professing we're Hebrew Israelites, and that not only Hebrew Israelites, that we're taking on the mind of Christ. Not just in that that we're not dealing with the, the pagan holidays uh, that, that this world glorifies and exemplifies, but that now in living the life of Christ, being offended your own people, being slandered against by your own people being defamed by your own people, being betrayed by your own people, having your trust violated by your own people, by those closest to you. We can't forget uh, Matthew 10, 34 and 35, that those of your own household, let me get it. I'm misquoting. Let me get it. We can't forget Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. What says, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I am not come to send peace, but a sword. Verse 35. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, 
and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Verse 36, and a man's foes, enemies, a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Hold on one second, y'all. I don't know where that came from. All right, my friend, my, uh, get some calls, but I didn't, I didn't bring that to the, the calls. All right, but it says that a man's foes shall be there his own household. So knowing that, again, what Christ went through, an example he gave, that when this happened, um, let me see if I can find this other scripture. Uh, Let me see if I can find this real quick, y'all. One second. Um, um, I got to find this, y'all. I'm sorry. Quick m- music. I got to find this. I got to find this. Um about being rejected and and not being received. And a lot of people say, well, it, that'd be easy for Christ to say, say that because he didn't have to go through um, uh, being rejected by his family, um, that that his whole family knew that he was, he was the Christ, and then that him being the son of God, 
that from what they teach in church that he was the the born of an angel, that he had spiritual power, that that um, his mom and dad couldn't even give him a bath as a baby because he always kept floating on top of the water because you know he could walk on water. You know all type of dumb shit that people come up with. But let's read Saint John chapter seven, start of verse one. Let's read Saint John chapter seven, start of verse one. And it says, and it says, after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. Are, are we hearing this? That yes, Jews, our people were seeking to kill him at this time. Verse two. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. Verse four. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh not to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. Verse 5. For neither did his brethren believe in him. I know that that, that would be a shock to many people, that Christ's own brothers did not believe in him. So I'm trying to point these things out. That even in, in that Christ experiencing all these type of things, he didn't take it personal. He didn't take any of the things that he had to suffer and go through. He did not take it personal. And listen, I'm saying this as much for myself as I'm saying it for anybody else who might be listening to the show, who might be listening to the broadcast. Christ did not take it personal. His own family, he had own, his own family members who didn't believe in him. If, so for us, again, to be at this point in time where, where even his own people didn't believe in him, we, he, gave us, he gave us the blueprint. He gave us the blueprint to be like-minded and to follow him and things he went through, how he handled it. So again, when we read uh, Romans chapter 15 verse, 15 and verse 5, Romans chapter 15 verse 5, it says, Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded, one toward another, according to Christ Jesus. That we be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus. How is Christ minded towards us? So, again, I'm going to marinate for, for a minute again. Now, when we come to Romans 15, 15 and verse 6, about being like-minded, having the mind of Christ, and going through the trials, tribulations, the sufferings, the afflictions, the death that Christ went through, we're supposed to be like-minded and take on the mind of Christ. So now when we read Romans 15 and verse 6, it says, that ye may with one mind, and one mouth, glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, now, if we're, if we're taking a look at this, and he says that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify the Most High. 
how does God get his glory? Now, I know if we just take this one scripture, verse 6, and we don't take into consideration any of the context from anything in the rest of, the, of chapter 15, uh, uh, and, and, and understanding what Christ went through, and understanding uh, the agonies and the things he suffered, and we come from just a, like a, a church background or just take just verse 6, that's it. Yes, that, w- that we may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. That's going to lead to some singing. Somebody's going to lead a tambourine. Maybe some drums going to start. The organ's going to start up. Um, and people are going to start dancing in, 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 dancing in the aisles and, and running around the church pews. Uh, and what they believe is I'm glorifying God. But glorifying God was not that we were running around the church pews. Glorifying God is not that we got a tambourine and a timbrel and 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 the organ player started and 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 and, and we started uh, sweating profusely for how much how hard we're dancing, dancing like David, dance like David. That's not how we glorify God, brothers and sisters. That's not the context of what what, what Paul is telling us here. We we glorify God when we take on Christ's mindset in the midst of the afflictions, in the midst of the adversities, in the midst of people betraying us in the midst of people slandering us, in the midst of people attacking us. The way we glorify the Father is by doing it the way Christ did it. That it was not about Christ pleading himself. It was not about Christ saying, hell no, I'm not going through this, and just making provisions to make himself comfortable. Just making provisions to make himself um, uh, comfortable. But that he understood he had to endure these things and go through these things to give us an example so that we might be like-minded like Christ and, and us being like-minded like Christ and going through the afflictions, the trials, the persecutions, the offenses with Christ did, that would give God the glory. Like Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, that he prayed three times to the Father not to have to go through the crucifixion, but he said, nevertheless, not my will be done but your will, Father. So let's go, now, let's go back to First Peter chapter 4. And we went over this, uh, and, and, and t- we touched on the, the relationship of, of Peter to Christ and how, and, and how relevant Peter was um, and in his relationship with, 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 with the Christ, with Christ. Uh, let's go back now to First Peter. And remember, First Peter, in doing our research, First Peter was the only book that Peter actually wrote. All right, being the apostle that he was, being the, the person that he was, the, you would think him being the rock that the church is going to be built upon, that there would be a lot more writings of, of Peter than of Paul uh, that we have what's, what's called the New Testament. But Paul, uh, Peter only really wrote, from what scholars uh, have put together, Peter only really wrote one letter, and that was First Peter. That Second Peter was, was, a, was dictated uh, from Peter to Mark, and Mark actually wrote First uh, Second Peter, and then Mark got the the Gospel of Mark from the accounts of Peter. That Mark was a, a disciple of Peter, like similar to how Timothy was a disciple or student of of Paul. Mark was a disciple or student of Peter, but First Peter was actually the the, the only book that scholars say that Peter actually wrote. So let's go and get some of the words from Peter. All right, the stone. And we, we covered this, but I'm going to hit it one, one more time. First Peter chapter 4, I'm starting at verse 12. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 12. And this is concerning suffering as a Christian. Are we truly suffering as Christians, as those who are actually following 
Christ. Putting on the mind of Christ. So in First Peter chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Beloved, verse 12, again, beloved, don't think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Don't think that the things that are trying your patience, trying your nerves, trying your love, don't think that that's strange as if you're the only one going through what you're going through. Because a lot of times we want to take on that real selfish mentality, um, that real blues mentality that nobody knows the sorrow I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. That a lot of times we, we, we're trying to get into a competition about who has a more sadder story. Who has a more sadder story um, of, of things that we've had to endure and things we have to go through? And we'll get into a competition about, you know, what you're going through is bad, but, you know, that's a little different from what I'm going through. My, mine's a little bit different. Because um, I didn't have this growing up as a child. I didn't have this. I had to go through this. I had to go through that. And we, we, we'll get to this competition about who has suffered more, as if that, that, that is exclusive only to me, that you really can't understand what I'm going through, to, to, so, so you really can't give me advice. You really can't send that to me because what I, I've had to endure and go through, ain't nobody had to endure and go through. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. There'll be some things I'm going to try to say, but Peter, being that disciple of Christ, that student of Christ from the beginning, Peter being that disciple of John the Baptist, seeing the execution and murder of John the Baptist after being there, sitting at John the Baptist's feet, being his student, learning from John the Baptist, seeing him arrested and, 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 and slaughtered, executed, and then becoming a disciple of Christ, walking with Christ for those three years, Going through what he went through and then being with Christ at the Last Supper and at the crucifixion and then being one of the first ones Christ appeared to after he resurrected? This is from that Peter. That Shemai one. That Simon. Bar-Jonah. So 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you as if you're the only one going through what you're going through, that, yes, you're being tried. Yes, your faith, do you really believe in Christ? Are you going to keep following Christ uh, like we read yesterday? That these are they who love not their lives, even unto death, but follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goes. Are, are we really going to be that determined? That in the midst of the agony, the mental anguish, the mental and physical anguish that Christ went through, in a similar fashion, are we going to follow Christ's mind? Verse 13, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. And Christ's glory has not been revealed yet. He hasn't returned back. Christ dying on the cross was to show God's glory, that he was following God's will. Verse 14, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 14. If you, if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. If we have the mind of Christ, we're really washing our, our, our worldly thoughts and, and washing our, uh, our worldly thoughts that we learned from our parents, 
from friends, from society, from TV about taking vengeance and taking matters in your own hands and, and that you're not the one to be messed with, you're not the one that they don't know who you are, that, that wait till you come out. Uh, please, come on. It said, if you be therefore reproached for the name of Christ, because you're following, you're doing things in the name of Christ. Why am I going through this? Because I'm following Christ. Why, why am I allowing myself to be defrauded? Because I'm following Christ. Why am I allowing myself to be talked about? Because I'm following Christ. Why am I being humble? Because I'm following Christ. So if we be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. Spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. Because this, now this is us accomplishing and doing the will of God. Not just this worldly mentality of, God, you know what I like. God, if you didn't want me to sin, if you didn't want me to, uh, to accept this temptation, why did you put it in front of me? Why did you make it feel so good? Why did you make it taste so good? Why you make me so it's something that I would enjoy? You know what I like. My God, my Jesus wouldn't want me to go through something like this. My God, my Jesus knows what I've been through. So this is God, my this is my God, my my Jesus giving me something for all I've been through. Brothers and sisters, that's not the right mentality. That is not the right mentality. That is not the right outlook. Again, verse fourteen, First Peter chapter four, verse fourteen. Oh goodness. Making sure that I turn my mic back on. All right. First Peter chapter four verse fourteen. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God rested upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of. To do things in this wicked world, to do things the way Christ did things, is gonna be wicked. To not do Christmas, Easter, birthdays, Thanksgiving, to 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 um uh not eat the pork crab, shrimp or lobster to uh, on, on one level, and then as people talk about you, defame you, slander you, you don't take matters in your own hands? Yeah, you don't take the Aretha Franklin um, uh, anthem, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to be, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck No, 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 no. On their part, on the world's part, and this is even talking about people who might be even Israelites, the Jews. On their part, he is evil spoken of. But on your part, he is glorified. To go through these things in the name of Christ, that's how we give Christ the glory. Not because we sing a song. Not because I bang on a tambourine. Not because I play the organ music. But I go through this. I go through what Christ went through. The way Christ went through it, that's how I get how I give Christ the glory, because that's how how God, Christ gave God the glory by doing God's will. Verse fifteen, First Peter chapter four, verse fifteen. But let none of you suffer as a murderer. Now we got to be real realistic with ourselves, also, brothers and sisters. We can't be murderers, and now and this is going extreme with, with murder. That now I murdered somebody. Now somebody's persecuting me because I actually murdered somebody, and now I'm being I'm I'm, I'm being attacked. And I want to say, oh, this because I'm following Jesus. This because I call myself an Israelite. This is the only reason you're doing this. Stop. Hell, hell no. And now I, we can go here. I'm, I'm gonna go past two hours. I can see that right now. I'm gonna go past two hours. Let's understand what this thing about murderer. All right. We know on on, on the surface, uh, a murderer is somebody who takes somebody's life. On the surface, 
we know with that. So don't don't be somebody who took somebody's life, and now you're having to pay the consequence for what you did. And all of a sudden now I'm I'm suffering like Christ. I'm just being I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a Christian. Man, hell no! You murdered somebody. You did it. Don't come back and now you're the victim. And a lot of times that's 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 the, that's that's what this world produces. We're always the victim. Regardless of what we've done, that that it's, it's not about every action that's a reaction. It's I've murdered somebody, I've done something wrong, and now I'm being paid back for it, and now I've got to suffer as a Christian. You got your rabid mind. You ain't been following Christ. You're not following Christ. You're still doing things according to your will. Christ didn't do things according to his will. You do things according to your will, and now all of a sudden you're suffering the, the, the sufferings of Job? Get, get the hell out of here. You've been doing things your own way, according to your own feelings, and been stubborn about it, and use no patience, and use no, no type of, of, of mercy, no type of, of, of anything that, of, of what Christ did, but now all of a sudden you're the victim. You can't believe this happened to you. You can't believe that you're going through this. Oh, it must be because I'm black. Oh. It must be because I'm a Christian. Uh, it must be because I'm, I'm, I read the Bible. No. That's why Peter said what? Let none of you suffer as a murderer. Now, let me get this. I, I do want to go a little deeper into this murderer. Because we have too many people that want to be the victim. And don't want to take accountability for their own actions. Let's go to First John chapter three, verse fifteen. When we go to First John chapter three, verse fifteen, just to go a little more further research, a little further in depth into the scriptures and get understanding from God's point of view and perspective, and that just be stuck and hell bent and stubborn about our own will, our own our own understanding, our own mindset. Our own justification. Well, I ain't no murderer. I ain't never killed nobody. You know how how how, how we'll say I ain't never killed nobody for for those that were blind. I never killed nobody. So why am I going through this? I didn't deserve this. Well, First John chapter three verse fifteen says this: Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding. In him. So if we look at it from God's point of view, you might not have physically killed somebody, but whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Y'all know I got to post this. Let's get off our, high, our let's get off our high horses. That victimhood. That because I'm the victim, that's why I, I can do my will. I can be stubborn. I can be hard headed. I can believe the way I want to believe. I can justify my actions, my feelings because of what I've been through. Because I, I feel what I've been through, and what I'm going through. Stop. That is not taking on the mind of Christ. 
So again, First Peter, Peter, from the letter he wrote himself, Peter, First Peter chapter four verse fifteen. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Let me get this. First Peter chapter four verse fifteen. I'm telling brothers and sisters, I don't give Peter myself, I don't give Peter enough credit. I don't lean into his teachings as much as I should, knowing that who Peter is. All right? Um, so it says, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody. Let me see what the dictionary says about the word busybody. Oh, yeah. All right, when I go to the Nave Bible Dictionary, the Nave Bible Dictionary, the Nave's Topical Bible Dictionary, Nave's Topical Bible Dictionary, um, it gives a reference to the word busybody. It takes to Leviticus chapter 19, verse 16, about what it means to be a busybody. Um, from the scriptures, Leviticus 19, 16, thou shalt not go up and down as a tell-bearer among thy people. You always got something to tell about other people's businesses. You always got something to tell about what other people are doing, but it's never about what you're doing. You everybody else's house, how they're doing things, but you're not getting your own house together. It's not about. It's never about you and what you're doing and what you need to correct. Somehow you feel you're being a self-appointed um, uh, town crier. You're a self-appointed um, uh, 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 newsman for, for 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 God. You're 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 the anchorman for God. And you got to report the news about what, what's going on in other people's houses, in other people's lives, what they're doing wrong. But it's never about what you're doing wrong. You're a busybody. You're a tailbearer. Thou shalt not go up and down as a tailbearer among thy people. Neither shalt thou, thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. Then for uh, in reference, again, from the Naves Topical Bible Dictionary and dealing with a busybody, they reference, to give us an understanding about busybody, they also reference Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 3. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 3. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. You you and other people's business that you ain't got no business being there. Well, well Sheila said that, that Garfield said that, that that Alexander said that 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 Triophus said that 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 um uh Tanisha's baby's mama's uh, dad uh, saw you at the club doing this that and whatever the third. What? It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. That's an honor. Stop stirring up sh- stuff. You ain't got to be the one to be the first one to tell the news and let everybody know that, 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 you, 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 that you got it firsthand. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. But every fool will be meddling 
that you just got to get in the mix. Uh, an old NWA song. Always in, niggas is always into something. You always got to be involved. Again, you the town crier that you got to, it, it's got to be heard from you. You, you got to report to everybody what's happening. You're a tellbearer. You're a busybody. What is the name here? Yeah, Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. <laughs> Those people that, that you make it your job or business to be involved in everybody else's stuff to know what's going on in everybody else's stuff. Like, that's your job. Like, somehow, the most high, like, the scripture tells us that God's eyes are 10,000 times brighter than the sun, that God sees everything, that ain't nobody getting away with nothing, that God sees everything. And then he's got angels that write everything down. God has got that covered already. But you feel that you got to be the one that has got to be just just nosy. You've got to be in everybody's business. Like, that's your profession. Like, that's one of the duties or one of the natural talents that God gave gave out, and if you just have to be the one that it's just your natural talent, you know, I'm just inquisitive. I just, you know, I just, just got to know. I, 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 I'm, I'm the black national inquirer. I'm the Israelite National Enquirer. Negro, stop. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse eleven and twelve. And I believe you, believe you me, brothers and sisters. I'm I'm guilty of this. That a lot of times when I want to deflect about what I got going on, about about temptations and, and, and struggles I have going on, I ain't trying to say nothing. I want to get everybody's mind on something else. Do not think about or consider what I might be have going on. No, don't bring that shit up at all. Let's, let's talk about this person. Let's talk about that person. Let's bring up what they're doing. We, you know, we're going to talk about mine because it's too embarrassing. And No, I, no. we're going to deflect, 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 deflect. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. For we hear that there are those, there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now we command, sorry, now them that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. Mind your business. Shut up. Mind your business. Work on you. And yeah, I gotta post this real quick also. Um No, I want this. I want this. Oh let me erase this here. Oh, I need to do that Okay.
One second, y'all. One second, one second, one second, one second. I, I need this. I need this. Um, All right, sorry about that. Let me get back here to this what I'm going over. Cool. So that was Second Thessalonians chapter uh, three, verse eleven and twelve. Now First Timothy chapter five, verse thirteen. First Timothy chapter five, verse thirteen. And with all, they learn to be idle. Just talk about. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I ain't gonna go there. And with all, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle but tattlers also. And busybodies, speaking things which they ought not, that you have people that got to be in everybody else's business and everybody else's house about how they run their things, how they do their things, and how having to give their opinion about how this is wrong, that's wrong, that's right, and how they agree with this, and that, that don't you know that this is what goes on up at their house, that you have these type of people that are busybodies, then in the eyes of the Most High, you're evil in the eyes of the Most High. You're not doing things the way Christ did things. That you got to complain and run your mouth about how other people do things instead of working on what you got to work on and trying to be and you trying to be like Christ. And take on the mind of Christ. So I'm going back to, to what we're reading in First Peter chapter four, verse um, fifteen again. It says, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief. And we, oh, could we go? Should we go there? Yeah, we're going with there. What does it mean to be a thief? What does Christ talk about when he says thief? St. John chapter 10, verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. You don't want to do it the way Christ did things. As he suffered, he threatened not. Didn't complain about what he had to go through. Um, uh, had no guile found in his mouth. That in, in, in during the agonies and the suffering and the pain that he was going through, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I don't want to take on that mentality, but I want to be justified in how I feel, and I can speak what I want to speak. I can say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I'm going to do because of what I've been through, and not following the door, which is Christ, but trying to find some other way around Christ to get to the most high. Christ says that, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbing up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. I don't want to do the way Christ did it. I'm not going to follow that example, but because I call myself a Christian, because I call myself an Israelite, because I'm keeping some laws, I have the right to, to, to and the justification to say what I want to say, to speak my mind, and to be the way I'm going to be. I don't have to be humble. And I can be a busybody. I can be a meddler. I can be a tattler. I can cause strife. 
confusion. Um, and, and I can be a scorner because it's all about just how I feel. I'm going to do my will. I'm going to do what I feel is right. We're not supposed to suffer as a murderer. And murderer being who? Somebody who hates his brother. Or as a thief. I'm not trying to follow Christ's path. I'm going to, follow, I'm going to follow my own path. I'm going to follow my own way. And I'm not going to have to go through that. That's embarrassing. That, that's going to make me look like a fool. I'm not going to go through that. Or as an evildoer. Or as a busy, busybody. I'm a tattletale. I'm in, all, I'm in everybody else's business. In, in other men's matters. Verse 16. Yet, yeah, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify the Most High on this behalf. That if I'm, I'm following Christ, I'm doing things the way Christ did things, that's how God gets the glory. It's not because you, I, I run my mouth and I sing every gospel song that comes on the radio. Or I got a playlist of just old, old gospel soul music um, and, 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 and blues because of just what I'd be going through and just how I'd be feeling. And, and that's how I'm glorifying God. Stop. That is not what the Bible is saying. And you cannot find what you're doing, the way you're doing it, anywhere in the Bible. Verse 17, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of the Most High. Yes, we got to be judged. We got to be judged, and we're going to be judged against whom? We're going to be judged against Christ. Did we follow Christ's example? For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of the Most High. And if it first begin at us, the disciples, the ones who are supposed to know better, <coughs> what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? What's the good news of God? That I'm following the example Christ set. Reading on. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Those that are supposed to be doing right are going to scarcely, scarcely get out of here. How much more somebody who's ungodly? I'm not going to follow what Christ laid down. I'm not going to do it that way. That's going to be too embarrassing. People are going to talk about me. I got a reputation. When, when we got to stand in judgment day, what do you think is going to happen with, with you? Well, I know what they, a person think, is going to think, I and mean, it's all self-righteousness. But according to what we're going over, uh, verse 19, wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him and well-doing as unto a faithful creator. We're going to have to end this right here, brothers and sisters. What the hell just happened? All right, brothers and sisters, you know, with that, I am going to... Um, We're going to end it right there. I, I, I like, I, I, this will be a good, nice uh, stopping point for us right here. Um, today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. Uh, and we have ISBHBK, uh, Norfolk, ISBHBK, uh, Rochester on YouTube tonight. 
uh, starting at, again, 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Times. Uh, and then, again, all the other Israelite um, uh, platforms that, that are out there in the world, uh, please reach out to them, uh, check them out, and what have you. And don't forget to check us out tomorrow. Please check us out tomorrow, um, uh, ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk uh, for uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with Brother Bonabod. Friday Night Bible Breakdowns uh, with the Brother Bonabod. So with that, my name is Mashaba. And for ISBHPK and to his 12 tribes worldwide, I would like to go ahead and say shalom. Israel, Yahweh.